0: Check my inbox and what do I see Just another day, another T-R-A-D-E I'm an addict And I need it in my veins I'm an addict Otherwise I feel plain now Every day I wake up People got a problem Making all these trades up Got me singing got up, But I've been paid up I even started from the bottom See I don't wait up I ain't even playing possum So what it cost them just a couple of firsts Can't believe that it worked Not to say I'm a jerk But I'm an addict It's what I said in the first You can curse all you want praying your church but i'ma keep tapping with turn i went up i learn. i ain't trying to burn any bridges i yearn for the feeling i earn. i'ma win it's a turn you had a cheek before i drop you like the beat i an addict and i'm not really ashamed i'm an addict i'm a climbing with the brain i'm an addict and the pot is what i'm playing. i'm an addict for rocky other names trade at x5 let's go
1: I am Dynasty Outhouse, and I have a trading problem.
0: I am Rocky Petrella, and I also have a trading problem.
2: I am Ruben Almada, and I too have a trading problem.
1: Hey, everybody, and welcome to session 275-275 for those people that can't understand numbers just said out loud and need to hear them out as words. What am I talking about so quickly? Uh, session two seventy five, the Tradex Podcast, a proud member of the Dynasty Addicts Podcast Network, the DAP Network, if you will. And I pulled mine away before Rocky put his up there because you're too slow, Rocky. Sorry. I was if you will answer
0: questions that I haven't read yet, it was dismantled <laughs> or just
1: it, it was poorly timed, but we did it anyway.
0: <laughs>
1: we are here, and I have just been informed there's football this week, and I am. Just gosh darn thrilled about it. And it's the... F- no, nope, still looks terrible. I haven't, <laughs> for, for people that can't see, because first of all, patreon.com slash tradeaddictspod. You can watch us as we record. We got a couple people hanging with us. I got an on-air sign, the, like a little like neon sign. But the problem is when when I light it up, it's just a blur of light. It just looks light. like a big rectangle. It's a, big it looks yeah. like a fluorescent light. <laughs> And I did something that got my camera out of focus, so I was hoping oh, that... it, it almost there. Got there. Yeah, it
0: almost came in, but then it, it went away did. again.
1: <laughs> of but when I turn the light page. off, you can read it just fine. Yeah, it works better. Right. That, right. I think it works. Yes.
0: We, on we are not
1: a, a full-on visual uh, <laughs> thing going on here, so we'll stop talking about that. But before we start talking about anything... Hey, Ruben, how's it going? Good, good. Thanks for having me. Right. appreciate it. All right. You know what? No, Rocky, this is your guest. You do it. I don't want to do this. You do this.
0: <laughs> you love making me do this when I bring the guests along. Okay, Ruben. It's time for a little interview for our first-time right. guests. So, yeah. uh, how long have you been playing? Fan- well, uh, First, tell everybody who you are, what you do, and where they can find what you there do. There you go. I was about to say, so, uh, like, Ruben really Almada. Oh, you, like, you've definitely forgotten that. The I would
1: never mess up anything <laughs> of my podcast.
2: Ruben Almada at SuperFixDGent on Twitter. Um, I have also have a Podcast uh called Coast to Coast Dynasty Podcast with my co-host Justin Mercer. woo Um live in California, so on the West Coast, and Justin's on the East Coast, so hits the coast to coast. Uh, but does make it challenging to find times that work for everybody to uh to record a podcast when you're True. not in, near n- anywhere near the same time zone. Um
0: when I started Dynasty Junkies, uh, me and Dustin on the West yeah. Coast, but Dustin made it 30 or so episodes. That was yes. it. <laughs> it's, it's rough. It's, it's rough. It's rough when it. I got an East Coast partner for the podcast.
2: <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't blame you. It's 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 rough, but um, yeah, that's me.
0: Okay, so how long have you been playing fantasy? I forgot. I forgot it was me again. Uh, <laughs> 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 how long have you been playing up fantasy? Operation we have before? here.
2: Uh, I've probably been playing fantasy since ninety eight, ninety nine. Right around there.
0: Okay, and what about Dynasty?
2: Dynasty, I started in
0: uh, twenty sixteen. Okay, so so still p- a pretty good amount of time for both. Uh, yeah. So in that time, you've been playing Dynasty. What are you gonna give us some of the best or worst trades you've made? A little, oh, A little of both, a little
2: bit of both. Uh, it's hard to remember. I, I, I try to when, when I trade now. I just kind of make the trade and then move on and kind of forget about it a lot. But um. I did trade a couple, like two years ago, I think it was. I traded Julio. I think it was when he went to the Titans for a future first that ended up being the one hundred and one. Oh, that's amazing! That that was great. In a but then I really messed up the pick and took Malik Willis because the the rookie pre pre NFL draft. Yes, the rookie drafts. Well, the rookie draft starts the morning of the NFL draft. Oh, and it's an eight-hour clock, so eight a.m. If you're not going to make it, kind of deal. Yeah. So, um, and I, you know, I thought I knew everything because I had the first two picks actually, and um, I thought I knew what I was doing. So I was like, I'm going to put, take both my two picks and then make put the pressure on number three to make a pick before everything kind of deal. But so that was a, a good trade that ended up not being so bad. Oh, I'm you know sure You took some... it too. What's that? It was two? Uh, I took Brees.
0: Brees. Oh. Okay.
2: Yeah. But it was okay. But, um, some of the bad ones, oh God, I try to forget those, but I'm sure I've done some really atrocious ones. I know like, if you you
1: forget them, you're doomed to repeat them.
2: Yeah. Right. (laughs) I know I traded Odell like when he was really good for not enough kind of deal. Uh, at one time and it was like, right after the startup, I didn't know what I was doing. It was like my second league just made a disaster of it and ended up, um, scrapping it and rebuilding really, really quick. I think I was started rebuilding before the season even started.
0: Okay. And we'll just, we'll finish up. What, what, what is your guiding principle in trading Ruben?
2: Um, try not to lose the trade actually. No, I'm just, uh, Um, but no, I try to, Um, I'm looking always to improve my, my value wise kind of deal. I'm just, I've become a portfolio player over the last three or four years. So I don't have enough time to sit there and look at my team. Plus look at somebody else's team. How many leagues um, are you in? Thirty-one, I think.
0: And that's inc- and plus almost caught up to me.
2: <laughs> plus, a, plus a couple,
0: you know, the redraft with Scott
2: Fish, and then the Mirror League, and then I think I'm at thirty or thirty-one, something like that. And then, um, yeah, I think you just try to get the value you can, right, and try to in- incrementally improve the team is my thing.
0: And- Ruben's uh, co-host is In the chat Justin said Best trade for Ruben Worst for Justin Terrace Marshall For Debbie, second That turned into Anthony Richardson
1: That's (laughs) why you never Look back and see Like what the pick Turned into Because you'll never It'll never make you happy Yeah 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 Yeah. Like very rarely is it Oh I traded I made this trade I gave up my first But the guy took Jalen Rager So it's fine It's always No I I traded up I took Rager He got Jefferson
0: Yep. And, you'll feel but, better Ruben, when when Anthony Richardson is a crappy passer and is probably not starting in 2 years Yo, <laughs> calm yourself <laughs> like, but you uh, but that, last, like
1: last ep- like how many how many of these shows do you need that just turn into let's start yelling at rocky
0: <laughs> there's never enough um, <laughs> but that finishes up the interview so um I'm, I'm turning it back over to you Russ
1: <laughs> sweet let's move on all right well there's there's I, News with such heavy air quotes that, but we still got to kind of talk about it a little bit. Um, So Jonathan Taylor is demanding a trade and Jim Irsay, owner of the Colts, said no. And then it's like, hey, trade me. No. And then they just sort of sit there awkwardly because what happens after that? Nothing. Nothing, and, and the real unfortunate truth is like I remember this popped up a couple of days ago, and people started making like a like oh my god Jonathan Taylor's asking for a trade like this is going to be literally every good running back at the end of their rookie contract at the end of any contract because they
0: have, they, have no leverage
1: though they're they're, they're
0: and no they're one's going to trade for a running back to pay no because you have to money. pay him you, <laughs> yeah. you got to trade him and then you got to pay him exactly
1: like <laughs> like. There are a few that are worth it. Like Saquon is worth giving money to. I think Jonathan Taylor is worth giving money to. But as a position, and then they're starting to realize it. Like it's taken longer than I thought it would. But like, or at least they're just getting vocal about it, which I assume is the actual case. It's it's rough. Like they need like the opposite of the rookie wage scale. Like it's they a, need their first contract to be loaded because they're not going to get a second one.
2: No. And they're never going to get any, like people are talking about, they're going to renegotiate. They need to renegotiate in the CBA for the, for the running backs. It's never going to happen. No, That's never well, going to happen.
1: Players themselves have such little leverage in general because. The only one that okay. have leverage is quarterbacks. Now I hear what everyone's uh, is thinking in their heads. Okay. In, in a perfect world, in a, perfect world the players all hold out and they do a system where the players that make the most money put a pool together where it gets spread out to the players who don't make as much money because that's the only way it would happen that's the only way they could do it because yeah well i guess i can't use tom brady as an example anymore but like patrick mahomes can sit out for a year it doesn't matter he still has hundreds of millions of dollars waiting for him there are dudes whose jobs are on the line every single day they're not going to sit out, you know, like, yeah. Look at at any of your local unions or anything. They go on strike
2: and there's always people that cross the picket line just because they can't afford to go on the picket line. It's their livelihood. It's their money. It's not. And, and you know, I'm, I don't, you know, people will say, if you start saying this, that you're, you're all for the, for the teams and the owners. And it's no, it's just like, I'm looking at it from a business standpoint and the owners were never going to do that. And, um, do, do do with that and it's the last thing on their mind you know the last cba if you look at the last cba the, the players wanted um less practice and they wanted um uh stuff for less for like for weed and stuff like that and the owner's like okay but we want another game and bingo so they got what the owners really the owners don't care if you practice less a week they don't yep. care so and it's i think i was listening to somebody else um talk about that JC Treder was on a, on a podcast and he said that the, the RB situation is not even close to near the top of the players' union's concerns.
1: Well, of course it can't be because they have to worry about all of the players. And while running backs are featured in offense, they're a very small percentage and Again, unfortunately, not the largest money makers, so their yeah. concerns are going to not be held as highly as well. We have Mahomes and Josh Allen, and you know Jalen Hurts upset about something, so we're going to listen to what they're upset about because they make a lot of money. Yeah, yeah and it's, it's
2: not the it's not the NFL of the nineties where Emmitt Smith holding out and where those players where the the game was run through the running backs. Right, yep. it's it's a different NFL.
0: Yeah, I was just going to say, it's not going to change because the, the, what the owners are doing is the right way to handle it, unfortunately, for the Running Valley from an NFL football team. From, from, a, business then, yeah, from and, a business standpoint. Yeah. From a business standpoint. I don't remember the number, how long ago it was, but it was over X number of years. I heard this because I'm an Eagles fan. I was on an Eagles uh, show on, on on the sports radio. Uh, they spent, like, the second least amount of running money on running backs, and they've been, like, a consistent – Consistently good franchise for like the last thirty years, and yeah. you don't need to spend money on running. They they won a Super Bowl with like Garrett Blunt and JHI. Like you don't need running backs to win, and they're they're not as bit like like Russ. They're not as as big of 100%. money makers, as big of faces of the league even either. So like, wh- why are you going to pay them all this money when? One hundred percent. Yeah, you don't need to. When like... was the
2: last time that a team won the Super Bowl with a quote unquote stud running back?
1: Yeah. Well, the Seahawks lost it because they didn't trust theirs. That's true. (laughs) No, they thought their quarterback was the problem. (laughs) They thought they would outsmart Bill Belichick was really their problem. Yeah, that was. We're not going to talk about that anymore. All right. So does does anything change for JT with you right now? Like, I know we try and like build drama with Saquon and Jacobs holding out, and I don't think Jonathan Taylor's. There. I think there's
2: there there could be a little bit different than than the other ones just because of the owner's outspokenness and some of the things that he's said, kind of deal. But and then the the um the talk of you know trying to put him on uh, the NFI right, non-football injury kind of deal, yeah. so that playing that game um and. So that could kind of cause some concerns there. Uh, he only has to play six games this year, and then he could, and then he, could, he accrues a year, so he could just play six games. So that does worry me. You know, does he come and play when it push himself, He's playing week one, and then that, – because that team's not going to be good, probably, more than likely. And so plays the first six games and shelves himself and accrues and becomes a free agent next year or probably gets tagged, actually. and um, But gets one year closer to that. Because if he doesn't play this year, he's got to do this again for another two years. After that, yep. versus just one more year. So, I think it is if you are in a win now and you can pivot off of him for you know somebody. I saw a, p- a trade earlier today that was uh, JT for Aaron Jones in a future first. So, I mean, if it's you can, it's cheap. It is cheap, but you've got to be insulate yourself and and try to protect yourself a little bit. That because if he doesn't play, if he plays the first six games and doesn't play the rest of the season, when he's not there for the playoffs, kind of deal. I mean, I don't I don't know if it really changes a lot, but I think you got to be very um, cognizant of what is going on there versus, like, the Jacobs and Barkley situation.
1: Yeah. It's different. Sometimes I'm as much of a scaredy cat as I am because, like, I want to go buy Jonathan Taylor. I've wanted to buy Jonathan Taylor. And I tried once or twice, but paying for running backs is, like, a... Is, like.
0: Ugh, I tried like against
1: everything I believe in, it, but I tried and it never worked. And now that there's like added to it, like I'm just even more terrified to try.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I usually don't try to buy running backs either, um, especially now because anything can happen between now and the season, when the season exactly. starts, uh, and then you're set set left holding the bag. Um, but. I do think it's a difference that, you know, he does not have... They're on their fifth-year option, or they were, or the tag. You know, Jacobs didn't get tagged. Or did you, yeah, no, Jacobs got tagged. They're both on the yeah. tag. Yeah, and and Barkley's safe now. He's going to be playing. I think Jacobs ends up playing, too. I think he shows up, you know, Monday of week one and suits up and is ready to, ready to go kind of deal. Um, I'm team, you know, Rocky on that. Rocky said uh, every time when somebody holds out that, oh, they're playing, people are worried. I'm like, be worried because they're going to play. They're not... They have no leverage to... Just not play. So, but JT's, I think, is a little bit different just from the way the owner's acting because you never can trust Jim Merce on what he might do.
1: He likes, he's crazy. Legit. All right. That's true. So, because we're just going to be talking in circles and it's going to make me want to go offer trades for Jonathan Taylor and then I'm going to chicken out and not be able to hit the button. So, we're going to move on. Um, <laughs> so, this is the part where Ruben, we ask our guests, which do you want to do first, trade addicts, trades or listener questions?
2: Uh, let's go with the listener questions. All
1: right. The first one, at the Fantasy Moose, are you finally getting any sleep after the SFB thirteen drafts are over? Appreciate you, man. All right. Well, I guess this one's at me. It, it didn't so. even. I didn't have to wait until they were over. The second they began, I was off the clock. Like <laughs> it's like I was just talking to Justin Peake, who's one of the one of the dudes that have been just warriors when it comes to actually setting up all of the the actual leagues and the mirror leagues and making sure that no one clocked out, like times out. And if they do, they have to be replaced. Like I remember looking at that chat and be like, I'm glad I'm not paying attention to this. Um,
2: uh, I'm sure they, they had some work to do in my, in my league.
1: Yeah, that's unfortunate. Um, but I was, I was done when it started. The second the draft started and like, I, I was the 101 so I made my pick right away and I'm just like click. Oh,
0: I was and the 101 a, as
1: well. What did you what did you do? I went with Mahomes.
2: I went with the safe route. Rocky, were you one I went Hurts.
0: I was 107. I uh, I took Fields. Yeah, that's it yeah, Set,
1: like that 7 area is like if you're lucky if Lamar makes it to you if not you're taking Fields. Like because the, of
0: the yeah, the points
1: Yeah, carry. the point for yeah. carry, it may, I mean yeah. All right. Well, we have jerks in our Patreon, in our chat right now. Where when I was during the news, someone brought up that uh, Cooper Cup left practice early Tuesday with trainers and did not return. Head coach Sean McVeigh did not have any updates regarding status or what happened when he spoke to reporters. And I replied instantly. I'm going to willingly ignore this because I don't want to hear about it. I don't. You I
2: having setting up breakfast plans for tomorrow with Stafford.
1: Like, that's really what it is. Like, first of all, well, I thought we were further away from football, but apparently it's happening this week, which, <laughs> which is great, even though it's the Hall of Fame game. But, like, yeah, like it's funny, like, you see someone gets carted off, and usually it's like a 450-year veteran, and they're just like, I twisted my ankle, I don't feel like walking, give me the cart, give me the cart. And it's just like... All you read is Garrett Wilson carded off or something. And you're just like, oh, well, his season's over. My year's over. Let's just, no, that's it. I'm screwed. Sell everything. So, like, I will okay. not, like, I do my best to just completely ignore camp stuff. And even head coaches, like, yep. like, like they're week. begging for me in here to talk about Pete Carroll talking about Charbonnet being out indefinitely and Walker being week to week. I do not trust Pete Carroll
0: with anything Ever no. honestly, even worse than that is just the when coaches say this guy is doing great, or you know, and then that it's gets it's blown up. Goes. Yeah, it well, that's gonna coach. be a question later, and we're gonna use this guy a whole lot, and then he gets like you know, Cut. 10% of the snaps all year.
1: <laughs> well, there was a perfect
2: one today. They should there was a video of uh Jalen Hurd in New England catching a touchdown, and it gets out, comes out like on a tweet, and then like 30 minutes later, he's retired. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That was that was his goodbye present. Uh, apparently, I don't think it was a hello either. As a Niners fan, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't like. I'm I'm going again, completely, willingly ignoring this. Though, yes, Tim Patrick. I mean, he's that done. dude's career has to be over, right? Like, yeah, that's what third year already, in a row. I already dropped him where I had him. I I don't know exactly what happened, but I know he got it's carted Achilles. off. It's a serious yeah, injury, kill it's Achilles. It, yeah. oh, oh, poor dude. He After so, ACL last year, Yep. so good Swirl for off. no like. For no reason, that dude was just too good.
0: Yeah, him. he was way better than people think Tim Patrick is. <laughs> yeah,
1: the name didn't fit
0: how good he was. Yeah, he
1: was, his name was two, you know, two first names. It's just like, yeah. love it. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to the next question. At C2C Dynasty, like, am I supposed to say Dynasty Merc? Because, like, I want to Merce. say Merce, because. I
0: I think and he Mers? says Merce, yeah, on the podcast. Right, yeah, good. He says Merce.
1: Because, like, I read it as Merk, but I'm like, no, that's Mercer. Like, I'm, Okay, so, good. At CJC Dynasty Merce. Why is the Dynasty community as a whole down on George Pickens? What does he need to do in order to flip the narrative? And, oh, I was super, super lazy, and I'm just like, I can't think of anything, any good questions. Just tell me something fun about yourself. And he says, although I'm a Dynasty fantasy football addict, basketball is my first love, and I actually coach K2 boys basketball. I would, it's funny. Like I used to have those like dreams of like coaching my kids and things. Of course, neither of my kids like sports whatsoever, but like, and then all of a sudden like the responsibility of that would hit me. And I'm like, I don't want that.
2: <laughs> like, yeah,
1: no. like I just want a bunch of kids calling me coach and get to like, have fun and watch <laughs> kids play sports and have it not be weird that I don't have a kid playing sports, but I'm watching them play. Um. <laughs> so George Pickens. Um. Well, I feel like Justin knows how you feel, Ruben. So we're going to go first on this one.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. I'm going to say, I think he needs consistency. I think we are scared of the offense and we are burned from Chase Claypool, who came out looking like he was going to be the real deal. And then he was for two games on the opposite sides of the season. Like, cool. He caught four touchdowns and then did absolutely nothing until another game where he caught two touchdowns. And like, uh, It's the problem, like, we also got, like, burned out by, like, Odell and a lot of these highlight players where, of course, Odell for a while was doing really, really well for fantasy in general. But, like, George Pickens, who probably, if he wasn't, I think the phrase people love using, if he wasn't such a knucklehead, would have been drafted earlier in both NFL and in in fantasy drafts, but he is who he is. But I think we just need to see that offense play a little better and him to get consistent targets instead of just getting on highlight reels with ridiculous catches, which we know he's capable of. Like that's and like I think he's very, very good. It also at the point was a matter of price. His dynasty value started to hit that, well, this was his potential, and I'm not paying the price for his potential because it can't go up from there. And it it's like his question is, why are we so low? Which means it's fallen back down. But I, I think at this point, it's that's what it is to me. It's that offense, which I just hope gets better for the sake of NFL, because too many bad offenses. So we don't need the, the Steelers to be bad. And I think just seeing consistent targets, I think would probably change people's mind and probably pretty quickly. I think we see four or five straight gains and not he doesn't even have to do that well. But if he can get like eight to 10 targets a game, Four to six catches, get a touchdown or two. I think people start thinking him of at least as a wide receiver too, which is a step up from where they probably are right now.
0: Yeah, you mean? <clears throat> excuse me. It's very. It's two words, and you kind of alluded to it, but you kept saying that that offense. It, it's Kenny Pickett. It's like just, every, every, it's everyone. Everyone. The line, talk, man. Mr. The line is very bad. Mr. I'm Tiny trying. Hams, to be, yeah
1: a little politically nicer about it. But I do think people... I know Kenny
0: listens, and I don't want to hurt his feelings. (laughs) I do think that's a big part of it, though. You should have had me on, then, because I'm brutally honest. A lot of people do not believe in Kenny Pickett. I am one of those people. Uh, I do not believe in Kenny Pickett. Yeah, so, I mean, if you look, I mean, Deontay is, like, at an all-time low in terms of of value as well. I mean, part of that's he didn't have a touchdown last year, which was just totally random, and it's not going to happen again. But uh, and, but a part of the reason he had no touchdowns last year is because of Kenny Pickett. So uh, I think that's basically what it boils down to here. Is And you're right. The line is an issue, too. But I, I just think no one has any faith that that, that offense will perform. They didn't as make any changes. Yeah.
2: Everybody was hopeful that they were going to fire the OC. and if They upgraded the, the line OC. a little bit. Yeah, but they had, but they were hopeful that they would fire the offensive coordinator. If they fire the offensive coordinator, we'd probably have some more hope for that offense. There would be a new and region of rejuvenated offense and kind of getting after it. There's a lot of mouths to feed there too between Fryar, and Najee, and too, yeah. and Deontay, and and um, and Pickens, and I'm sure there's a third wide receiver that's going to be good at some point because I mean the history shows the Steelers do do a pretty good job of drafting wide receivers. Right. And so we've also had, the, we made these high expectations for Steelers wide receivers because of Antonio Brown, Emmanuel Sanders, and all these other guys. Right. So when Pickens starts to kind of show up a little bit, it's like, Oh my God, he's the next Antonio Brown, like not crazy Antonio, like good football Antonio. And, but he's, he's kind of gearing towards crazy Antonio too. Like he started a fight today in camp. And kind of like, just, but you're right. He's kind of a knucklehead um, for me, uh, kind of like, like I, I'm, like I said earlier, I'm looking for value. So if I can take pickings and move down, move down a tier and pick up a pick so that I can, you know, buy a player during the season when somebody gets hurt, because everybody gets hurt in this league. So, you know, I'm going to do something like that. I, I don't think I have any pickings. I think I had some last year and when he took off, he was gone. Kind of do, I, I, um, I don't try to have any emotional attachment to any single player like at all. And so that makes it where I try to just take the value where I can, but you know, also you have to, you have to try and win too. That's part of this is winning. So, but set myself up for when It's time to win to win kind of deal. But I I'm with you with Russ here. If he can show us and and not just him, but the offense as a whole can show us three, four five games in a row of like, you know they're putting up 400 yards a game, kind of deal. Not like 250s to 300 yards, and they're throwing the ball, and and it's just not it's not all garbage time, kind of deal. I think that'll make his value go up. But right now, we've got to see it before we can believe it, because we believed it before we saw it last time and got burned.
0: And you mentioned the third wide receiver. Don't forget that stud Allen Robinson is there. Now. That's right. I was. I couldn't think of. The,
2: I couldn't think of who it was, but he's getting camp hype. Yeah. And they drafted a guy. They probably drafted a guy this year and a guy last year. Calvin Austin. He's Calvin I don't know Austin if he's still there or not? But so there's he's always other pieces.
0: Also, yeah. And, and also, Russ, you mentioned Chase Claypool. I, I believe I I don't have the fat, the numbers in front of me to back this up, but I believe that Pickens did not really improve much, like in terms of anything once Claypool left like that was wow. during the season last year right yeah it was during the season. and I think if he had he'd have more hype now but it, it didn't but that's seem what everybody to change. was gonna yeah. happen
2: right but it's yeah. not like Claypool was doing anything anyway so it's true like, but much to, but, yeah. but I get where you're I totally a lot of people thought that was gonna happen and nothing changed
0: exactly so yeah
1: yeah but like I'm at the point where this Steelers season was kind of like Trevor Lawrence rookie here. It's like, I'm fine <laughs> ignoring this because there was nothing anyone could do to make that team work well. So, like, I'm willing that, uh, not willing to write it off as much as I was, Urban Meyer, but like, <laughs> I'm willing to give it a pass more than I yeah. am to, like, I, I can harp see that on it. Like, yeah, I was never the biggest picket guy, but like, I'm not going to completely just give up because of what last know. year was. It, yeah. But I want, Pickens to get traded because I hate having Pickett and Pickens on the same team because I will <laughs> never say the right name and I hate it. <sighs> okay, next we have at Dynasty Eeyore Hey Corey, uh, time to sell Lance for anything you can get yet,
0: Rocky? <laughs> I feel like this question was directed at me, um, not just by you, but but when he put it on in, on Twitter there. Oh yeah, uh, I think the
1: Rocky part in there. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure yeah. he was absolutely about you. <laughs> It
0: was implied on his part. <laughs>
2: That's a perfect question with me on.
0: Um, yeah, I'm curious to hear what Ruben says, but uh, no, buy them. Mm-hmm. Okay, Cheap.
1: hold on, hold on, hold on. Before Ruben even says, even cheaper now things. because there's
0: bad reports.
1: Um, so this is really funny. I got an offer in TA four. It was I, I had Trayland. Someone offered me a what was gonna a twenty four first and second from a good team. I did that. For, oh wait, or was that the one that he rejected from me?
0: Man. I was just going to say, I don't think you have to pay a first and a No, here we go.
1: It was a first and a third for Lance and Romeo Dubs. I countered asking for a first, second, and third, and they rejected. I, I probably would have sold Lance for a first and a third. Even if and, it was for a playoff team? Yeah. Alright, maybe I'll send something back, but not before But that's me. I mean I'm also
2: thirty leagues, so whatever. I'll go do it some go the other way somewhere else.
1: Oh, it's a trade Triadics League. I don't really care. Sure. Right. And my TA four team isn't good, so I would I don't really care about making dumb trades in general. So I
0: I've been very vocal on Lance Purdy as recently as last week. So where 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 are you at on this whole thing, Ruben, as a 49 nineers fan?
2: Um, so Purdy's gonna start. He, he's he's um, next week, he should be able to start practicing every day. They said this, this, he started with practice last week and they said it would be two days of throwing day off, two days of throwing. And that was only going to be for about a week. And then just to kind of get him up. And so next week, and then if he really, I guess if he really just doesn't do anything, but I mean, he's played more games than Lance. He's has played more games in the NFL than Lance. And he's done more than Lance. Lance is definitely more talented, definitely more talented, more physically talented and everything like that. But watching that more like,
0: because he's been healthy oh, enough. And yes, yeah, <laughs> to play more. no,
2: not arguing that, but the way that Kyle Shanahan called that offense with Purdy versus the times that he called it with Kyle, with Lance, even in non monsoon weather in Chicago, like when he played the year before in Arizona, which Lance had probably as much time practicing as Purdy had ever had, or if not less. Purdy had less. I mean, is different. He called the game very. He called the game all year very, very differently with Purdy than Lance. He took shots. He took he t- throws and stuff like that. So, um, as a Niners fan, I'm always. Whoever's going to do better, I'm not going to be one of these. Uh, you know, you hear people for every team's like, I hope that this player does bad. That's not me. I'm like, I want them all to do good because if they're doing good, my team's doing good. So, um, but I think Purdy's going to be the guy. But I don't think they'll hesitate to to yank him if he's not doing well and, and put Lance in there. I don't think Sam Darnold plays a factor in this team at all. Um, I think he's there just to be there kind
0: of deal. But um, He's there because Josh Johnson and Christian McCaffrey had to play quarterback in a playoff game. That's why he's there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just see the that. Body.
2: yeah, for sure. Exactly. And Brandon Allen's there too. Uh, so, But I think that um, if I could get out of all my Lance shares for a first and a third like you had, I probably would because I'm also of the, the, I could, if he starts playing, I could probably go buy him back for a first and a third, if not just a first two kind of deal. But yeah, I'm not team sell him for whatever he is, because we haven't really seen him. He's just, he's had bad luck. He's had bad luck. I mean, he's very, very talented. Everybody speaks highly of him in the, in the locker room. It's not a Zach Wilson situation where everybody thinks he's a knucklehead. I mean, he's a good kid that is just had bad luck. And he came onto a team that when they're, that was picking, even before they traded up, they were picking 12th. They had a really, really, really good roster. That's shouldn't be picking that high typically. So expectations were through the roof right away. Uh, so that's kind of my thing, but I, I'm not sell no matter what, but I'm also not not hold on to him no matter what either.
0: Yeah, I mean, even me who's been a vocal Lance truther, uh, I'm I would sell him for a first plus. Like I get that that's he's he's probably worth even before camp started, he was at best worth a late first, uh, just given the market. And at this point, like I, I've seen multiple kind of like Lance is not doing great reports coming up. Hurdy looks good and and stuff like that. So. I, it could be even going down, but but. but Were you gonna you say, Raymond?
2: I was gonna say you kind of look. The defenses are always doing better at the beginning of camp and the beginning of the year, right? And that defense that they he's they're having to play against is pretty good, even without Mosa there. So, and I follow the beat writers pretty pretty closely, and their talk is like, yeah, he's had a couple bad days, and that you know here and there. But if you have to look at what the defense is going against, it's it's kind of expected. I mean, last year was the same thing, kind of deal. You know, every time, it's the defense is really, really good. You go up against a really, really good defense, it's unless you're, you know, the top five, it's going to be hard.
0: So, uh, Ruben, I want to ask this is not really a fantasy question, but you know, you, I always take over the show when Lance comes up. Sorry, Russ. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, um, from a real NFL perspective, do you, be- this has always been my biggest contention with this whole thing is that. You're not win- you're not winning a Super Bowl with Brock Purdy. Do you believe the Niners can win a Super Bowl with Brock Purdy? As a Niners fan,
1: with as good of a defense and the game plan that they have, yes. I don't care I, that I'm not a Niners fan. That you didn't ask me. I think that, I
0: still don't think so. Like I, I think, when think is they that could have won Nick, last year. Nick Foles yeah. maybe was the last time that happened. Yeah,
1: I think
2: they could have won last year if Brock was playing like he played before the playoffs. Because if you go back and watch him in the playoffs, he wasn't playing. As I still don't. I
0: don't think he was beating That's Mahomes. Terrifying. In that Super Bowl.
2: <laughs> so that he, poor guy. He's he, but that defense and that defense just got better. Now they have and, and taking. I, I know trade, the Niners'
0: defense is good. The Eagles' defense was also uh, almost set a record for sacks, and they still gave up thirty-eight points to to Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. Well,
1: like remember the. The Niners were one pass away from winning the Super Bowl like three years ago, beating Mahomes, beating and beating Mahomes, it? Like, yeah. and like yeah. Again, of-
0: I still think it's a stretch to yeah. even say Brock Purdy is Jimmy Garoppolo, but that's just me.
1: All right, we're gonna move on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: we've done this a million times.
1: <laughs> <laughs> at Nick Martinez, at Nick Martinez, br, hey buddy. Which player are you believing all the camp hype and one player you're not? I have my favorite answer. Like, I love this question. It's the same thing with, like, horrible stats that, like, yards per carry. If it helps my argument, I'm using it. If it doesn't, I don't believe it. It's <laughs> literally how I feel about camp stuff. Like, I will go, like, like this. all this, like, soft, small injury stuff I ignore. The best shape of his life. He's getting all these you know, end zone looks there. These two guys have a great connection. All of that's like, they need something to write about. Like, and it's so easy to get fans excited. And like, I, I don't buy any of it, like literally any of it. it. It's fun. That's what it comes down to. Like, and again, if it helps my argument, I'm going to use it anyway. If it doesn't help my argument, it never happened, and I don't want to hear about it.
2: I, I'm kind of, I, I'm going to use it to uh, buy and or sell players is how I look at the camp hype. Yeah, if it's and useful. I yeah. <laughs> can I can I go drop all the uh, Dolphin Kincaid information in the leagues that I picked that I drafted, and so I can sell them because he's supposedly you know tight in six in the league in, in dynasty right now, but you can't sell them for what ty- tight in six value is. So can I use that for that kind of stuff? Yeah, totally. Or can I go buy somebody that they're down? But I think the, the last couple years, I feel like we haven't seen as much. Down, um, I guess not hype, but like players. Oh, this player's not doing very good in camp. It's been more the hype stuff, right? There hasn't been like, oh, so and so showed up out of shape kind of stuff. We haven't seen that as much, I feel like, in the last couple years. I could be wrong though.
1: Yeah, it's like a running back thing, right? Like it was always just like Zeke and Fournette and like, and, yeah, and but- roethlisberger was just a yeah, slow moving target, but, but um,
2: Cornette set up the OTAs one year like huge, and then when it came to camp, he was like 30 pounds lighter,
1: exactly. Because especially when you're a vet, you don't care about camp, like we're talking practice, practice? Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> uh, exactly, <laughs> Alan, Iverson, not a please. game
1: <laughs> the
2: um, thing then, for, for, for Monday through Saturday, Sundays on Sunday's free,
1: yep, and then. Goes on to ask, in a super flex startup, how many quarterbacks are you taking over Justin Jefferson? Oh, this is a good one. And good is, one. is Jefferson your first non-quarterback? I guess it's the next question to ask. Ruben, why don't you take this one first?
2: So uh, I was looking through to try to see what my number would be. And I'm easily at eight, I think. Eight quarterbacks. Um, I could probably make a case for 10. And... Dependent on the on the scoring of the league, if it's a like heavy tight end premium, which I play mostly in now, like 1.75 or 2, it's either gonna be Jefferson as my first non or uh Andrews. Ke- Andrews slash Kelsey, depending on how
1: I'm I was kind about of, to say you better watch what you say, because the answer is Kelsey instead of Andrews. It just
2: depends. You know, if I if I was able to trade kind of deal, they're they're right there neck and neck. For, for me those two from a standpoint, but I'm easily eight quarterbacks before Jefferson in my opinion.
0: I think you're crazy with Tim.
2: Well I can see <laughs> I could see Anthony Richardson is the other one. Oh
0: god no. I'm and, in no and, way and taking Anthony Richardson that's,
2: that's where he's going though. And and he could Boston. be hot
0: garbage. You don't know. Yeah,
2: but I'm not drafting him to necessarily he doesn't have to play on my team.
1: I, I don't think him. you're
0: getting the return on Anthony Richardson that you're right. getting on Justin Jefferson if you want to trade. If you want to trade,
1: Superflex July ADP Richardson is QB twelve at pick eighteen, so it's not like an unheard of buy to go take yeah. it first. Uh, so Jefferson is my first non-quarterback, and I think I go eight. Uh, I, I pulled up 80, you know, 80 Oh, So Mahomes, so Allen, Hurts, Burrow, Lamar, Herbert, Lawrence. This has Jefferson, then Fields. I'm Lawrence Fields, Jefferson. That's, and that's, yeah. like, honestly, it's been the same in the entire non-point scoring season. That hasn't changed at all for anything. Like, that's how it's always felt to me. So here's a follow-up. Oh, sorry, Rocky. You didn't say yours. Sorry. Who
0: came I, mine's pretty similar to Russ. I, except I'm if you're, I'm kind of the opposite of you, Ruben, in that I'm if you're two up, then I am two down. Like, I would definitely take the first six over Justin Jefferson. Then Lawrence Fields, it becomes iffier to me. I get it. Uh, I, get
2: I get that. Him. I mean, I can get it. Like, it's like, I get it. I just play very heavy.
0: Like, I want one of the top eight yeah and what i'm saying makes sense with how i tend to play yeah yeah, Yeah.
1: my thing is it's those specific players i really (laughs) like fields and lawrence and like it's really like i was on fantasy pros um the other last week ish and they were talking about like crossroads players and i put trevor lawrence up there like if trevor lawrence doesn't have a really good season i think he falls to that Mid-tier. To a DAC level where he, yeah. he can be making yeah. it at the beginning of the second and, and not be taken in the first. And don't get me wrong, I will take him all day, every day then. Because, again, I don't give up on players I like you know, nearly fast enough as I should. But, like, so I, I absolutely agree with what Rocky's saying. And honestly, I think that's probably the smarter way to play it. But I just really like those. Again, it's those two specific players that happen to be in that spot, and I like those two specific players. And
0: I will say, Lawrence, I'd be probably a little more inclined to take over Jefferson uh, over uh, take over Jefferson instead of and uh, not not as much field. just because I I am worried like how much long like if Fields doesn't have a good passing season this year, now that he has DJ Moore and all that, I, I do and worry. You, yeah, how much longer he's even going to be the starter.
2: Well, and they have two f- picks next year. You have to yeah. remember.
0: Oh, yeah, here
1: we go. They're going to replace him.
2: So here's a question that kind of follows that is, so Jefferson, we have everybody, we all agree, he's like our, basically our first non-quarterback. Yeah,
0: he's definitely the first non-quarterback. For me.
2: But how do you look at that with the fact that next year, Kirk Cousins is not under contract for next year? Chase isn't going anywhere with Bur and Chase is with Burrow. And he's, and that's not getting dis- dis- split up for a while. I mean, does that influence you at all? To maybe could you see yourself like pushing Chase to be ahead of Jefferson?
1: Um The reasons I would say no is because the Vikings, as a franchise, don't seem dumb enough. To not get a viable quarterback in there, like they don't seem like the organization to go get. I mean, I know I'm pulling for too far back. Like, okay, let's let me. Let's. They're not going to get Jimmy Garoppolo. They're not going to get Derek Carr. Like they will go Mayfield
0: for, and Kyle Trask. Yeah, okay. like they don't <laughs>
1: seem like that kind of organization. Uh,
2: and I understand that, but I think they're going to be too good to pick.
1: Oh, I don't think it's going to be a rookie. Like I think they're going to have to come and sign something. Like Corey in the
0: chat says Lance to the Vikings.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think they have an
2: X-Niner in the front office there, actually. Um, But, yeah, I mean, it's an interesting conversation. I can see people using that logic to put Chase ahead of Jefferson.
1: Yeah, I could see that. But also, like, I would also like to see Chase miss less games.
2: i I mean valid points valid points i just thought and again like it's nitpicking
1: because they're both so good right that it's just whatever
2: they're ridiculously good yeah and i have i do have a team with both of them so i have one of them also it's It's one of them and josh allen too
0: and and also too we'll see how addison does but jefferson also doesn't have a uh a higgins and a Boyd like to help siphon off some targets. I mean, you, you're saying, yeah. yeah, yeah KJ
1: Osborne disrespect <laughs> right
0: now.
1: KJ Osborne is is Tyler Boyd. It's the, they're the same.
0: Exact same.
1: All right. So the last question we have is, at Hans Gruber hit it. What is the most homer Niners trade you've ever made in Dynasty? And did it bite you in the ass? No, I'm pretty Alex.
0: sure this is directed at Ruben. Yeah, that's from
1: how <laughs> You and I are not Niners homers. Yes. I think that is safe. to Despite yes, how much but, I
0: love Lance, I'm not a Niners homer.
1: <laughs> I, I
2: had to go look for one kind of deal. Because like I said earlier, I try not to play with my heart in Dynasty. I used to in redraft. I would definitely play with my heart um, and pick, make sure I had three or four Niners on my team. And that always blew up in my face. But um, I, I, the year that Jimmy got to the Niners and this was at that time, I was only in three dynasty leagues. I was in the league with Alex, which was my second le- league ever. And that was an all, that's an all 49ers fans league. So that's always interesting. I think um, I traded Alan Robinson that year, which would have been in 2018 and a future first for Jimmy G when he was like taken off in those five games. And then, obviously, the next year he blows out his knee in in week two. That future first ended up being I, I, you're not supposed to look, right, Russ? You said you don't don't go look, but Never. The, the, Never. Guy, the the guy the guy took uh, Christian Kirk at the 109. Um, but if you look three spots below that, there's Lamar Jackson, and I was like, oh, I could I would have taken Lamar because I
0: know
1: <laughs> taking quarterback. You, you <laughs> dug in. You just yeah. you made it worse for yourself.
0: Oh you yeah, just,
1: I mean yeah. Oh, I he if took if, Kirk. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, so but yeah, that would be
2: my most niners homer trade that I would have done. Trade of first and and when Allen Robinson was good.
1: You mean always. Hey. Okay, cool. Um <laughs> see it's really funny like cuz I'm anti-homer when it comes to fantasy football. Like when I was an actual fan of a team, like when I was a Seahawks fan, I didn't like having Seahawks on my team. So, like, it never really mattered until DK came around, and then I'm just like, okay, I don't care. I want, I want Metcalf on my teams. I don't care, and then I just stopped caring about the Seahawks, and it made my life easier.
0: I, I kind of used to be that way with the Eagles, and then they got really awesome on us, and then they got good, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and now I want all the Eagles.
1: Yeah, fair enough. All right, that is all of our listener questions. Let's move up. Trade Addicts Leagues are 12-team Superflex PPR tight end premium with 1.75 points per tight end reception and 0. .05 points for return yardage for all leagues except for TA1. And we have another TA1 trade, which is Eric giving someone their first back that wasn't me. Not bitter at all. Oof, I'm very bitter. I'm very bitter. I'm not even going to let that sarcasm go. No, I was. I am So, okay, here's the trade Kyler Murray, Desmond Ritter And Miles Sanders For two 24 firsts A 25 firsts Two 24 seconds And a 25 second While you're letting that marinate I'm going to read it again Just to try and reinforce Kyler Murray, Desmond Ritter And Miles Sanders For two 24 firsts Again, one of them being This team getting their own first back A twenty-five first. Two and three seconds, you know, split amongst the two years. So Ruben, do you like Package the players or do you like picks, the picks? Picks. Not even close.
0: I'm I'm with I'm with Ruben. I mean, this is pretty in, and I'm a you know, like Lance, Kyler's another guy I've been, you know, saying to buy all off season, but this is this is too even if you acknowledge like even if you decide that Kyler's worth 224 first, which that's probably debatable. I still don't like the rest of it. Like I don't want to give a 25 first for Desmond Ritter or Miles Sanders. And then you're adding three seconds on top of that. Like,
2: Sanders, no, is worth, what, what, Sanders is worth one of those seconds, maybe?
0: Yeah. yeah maybe two. No, no, like, I, I can, can even see two. Yeah.
1: 24 and twenty-five second for my Yeah, I, I, that would be but fine. But I think I, I, I don't
0: want to – Ritter is trash to me, so yeah, I don't want to give anything of significance. Well, I, I get
1: I, it. He's a one-year starter, and for someone who's not even first, that's what you want. You want to get a guy you can start I still start don't want to give
0: a first for him. I'm not saying value-wise.
1: I'm just saying why you get him on your team. I have him on a couple of teams where I don't have my first, so I need to compete, so I need a guy who's going to start. And that's Desmond Ritter because he was, Uh,
2: well, I I think I can take those 20, those three firsts and three seconds and go get
1: four, go get better players than those three guys easily. What hurt my feelings was, of course, me showing no chill whatsoever. I see this trade through and I say exactly all of this stuff in, in the chat. Not about the trade itself, just about him giving everyone their first back except for me. And then he replies, they just wanted their first back more than you did. And I'm just like, (laughs) mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Eric, give him back his first. Maybe Eric was asking more from you than he asked from them.
1: So now I'm trying to get it from the other guy. Uh, I'm with you.
2: The first is going to go around the league without even coming back to you, isn't it? It will (laughs) never come back to me, and I'm just going to. I can need to go it. try and trade for Russes first. Just go take it back. Just for fun. Just to take Just it so
0: back. I can taunt him with it. I need to try and trade for Russ's first in TA. Right?
1: <laughs> you realize I can both kick you out of the and <laughs> of the podcast, right? I can't. I oh man. No, don't leave this podcast, Rocky, ever. Um, until I do. And then you can do whatever you want.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, it's the it's it's the picks. It's, it's yeah, it's easily the pick. I agree. Like, I like these players for their purposes kyler murray is going he's really really good he's gonna come back this year there's talks of him playing starting the season not happening i can't i i I understand that medicine is improving every single day i understand that these i'm gonna use the word people in heavy quotes they are not human beings like i understand these athletes are practically superhuman at this point but the dude tore his acl like five weeks ago how is he like what was it like Adrian Peterson was the last one that did it, like, super fast. And well, he was the I first to be one his... to do it. And then all of a sudden we're just like, wait, what? And, and that uh, thing ran big...
0: for 2,000 yards, I believe. Yeah. But,
1: <laughs> but
2: um, I was listening to a 49ers podcast, of all things, and they were interviewing Jerry Rice. And they talked about the year he tore his ACL in week two in Tampa. Uh, and then he came back and played at the end of the season.
0: Oof.
2: I'm like, that's, like, unheard of. He d- ended up breaking his kneecap in that game. Because he wasn't all the way healed, but he played the next that same year with a torn ACL. And so that it takes somebody special kind of deal. And I'm not saying Kyler's not, but I just don't see it. I don't see
1: him playing week one. I think he's gonna go in the pup and he's gonna be week six at week six or seven. And but that's also the smart thing. And I'm also completely okay with that when it comes to acquiring Murray on your teams, because that's been baked in for months with me at this point. So like I get buying Murray. Because you can get him a little cheaper now, and because he starts playing week six by week 10, if you have a decent team, you have a top six quarterback on your team now. Yeah. If like, you
2: could have gone like three and three through those first six weeks, you could easily yeah, make the playoffs, right? Totally. And I don't know. Hawkins in 2024,
1: I really don't think that's far fetched, but that's no, not he's not going to be a Cardinal next year. I don't think. No. The like, the only thing that I have worried about Kyler is is that they shelve him and go get Caleb and trade him away. But so that, I think I think that's definitely it. Yeah, game. that's. But and still, they, like I understand going to get Kyler. I already said before I understand going to get Ritter for the purpose of what it is. And Miles Sanders, I think, is going to do really, really well this year. Like I, I, I it, get that, but it, it's just a very
2: awkward purchase where you're buying Sanders, who's a win now kind of piece. Kyler's not a win now piece right now. And, and Ritter is a is survival piece. A survival piece. So, like, he's probably going to start Ritter. The idea. Yeah. Kyler. So she to
0: said the idea might be to start Ritter while you're waiting for Kyler. Yeah. But
2: mm, that's kind of scary. Yeah. So, but yeah, for me, it's the easily the picks.
1: See, and this trade in TA7 is one of the reasons why I would never want Rocky to leave because he is all about the content. He did this trade as we were. We were in here on the stream yard waiting to start, and he's like, "I'm just going to take it." In TA seven, Rocky traded Amari Cooper and a twenty five first for to wow. I don't edit, but I would edit this part that part out if I did. Rocky (laughs) traded Amari Cooper and a twenty five first for Devonta Smith. I think it's a good price for Devonta. I really, 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 really like Devonta. Oh, man, did you see that video of him doing the ladder drills today?
2: Yeah, I think somebody said, don't ever don't ever show ladder drills from anybody else ever again. Kind of deal that man's
1: feet, <laughs> like, it was a blur. It was, like, I, uh, oh, my heart was pounding watching that. Uh, and this is a good price. Like, it was fun. Like, it was.
2: I'm probably team Cooper in first just because I'm one that's going to accrue the value i don't think there's a huge difference from smith to cooper i think it they're maybe a tier tier and a half apart kind of deal and i'll take the first but that's just the way i play kind of deal see
0: i see, do I, think there's a significant, significant difference there it's not, maybe not for 2023 it, but
2: oh is it 25 first okay i'm sorry
0: yeah, I okay. would have done it for a 24
2: first. Okay, I'm sorry. That's a 25 first. We don't even know if we'll be here in 25.
0: So, <laughs> um, it's not like Kyle Shanahan? The, the world might end by Sunday. Yeah, the money, <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: Jim Mersey said, said the, basically the same thing too last yeah. week. So I will take Smith. I thought it was a 24. I'll take Smith for that.
1: Yeah, Casey came at me asking for a 24 pick and a pick that should be early. And I'm like, I want Devonta so bad, but I can't do that. And then he gets this offer and he's like, I don't know if I should take it. I'm like, look, Go look at my team. <laughs> and if, you, if there's something you want for Devonta, you let me know. And we'll turn this into a three-way trade if we have to. And um, it, but then it, he's it, just like, you know what? I'm it's, it's value. I'll take it. And honestly, I think it's the right move. That, because...
0: That's what it came down to for me. And, and uh, to be fair, when I was talking about it with uh, Russ, I, it, the only reason I was concerned, I, I think it's value-wise for me, it, because it's 25 and not 24, it's pretty easily Smith for me. But my team is – is very borderline playoff, and I don't love the idea of giving up even a 25 first. That was the only reason I was hesitating. But as me and Russ were talking about it, it was like the value was on the Devonta side of the yeah, I, I, maybe I can turn Devonta to 24 first. My team is total garbage or something, you know, 24 first plus or something like that.
2: If, if your team falls apart, you can sell for Devonta for more than that for more yeah. than
0: Amari and a 25 first. That was what I thought. The value so you could, you could
2: probably sell them for Amari to and Russ a 24, <laughs> and a 24 first first, right? Like
1: you can upgrade, move
2: the first up a year easily.
1: Yeah. And I just want me some Devonta Smith on my team. And and it's like, I want to, you know, I love that we have this thing here where we could absolutely say we practice what we preach and in the non-point scoring season value really is what matters. Even if it doesn't 100% fit Rocky's team. And especially when he was, physically talking to me at the moment you know it's just like oh yeah no I made the value on this trade and then I could move it to see what value I can get that would be better for my team than Amari in the 25 first exactly what Ruben just said also and, and like so I wanted to actually take the second to point this out that it now that we are getting close it's August there's football happening now so you do start need to worry about your lineups a little bit but in the trade named trade in a league named trade addicts you don't have to nearly just yet so, like, making the moves for value really in an active league is, to me, the right move for now. Yep. A- and we're still in the now. So, I like this trade for both of you. We like, I know players, like you so, we were yeah. talking before about, you know, Casey's team situation not being great, but she also doesn't have her first. So, getting Cooper for this year makes sense. And getting a 25 first where I'm a, I think she has her 25 first. So, if she can start yeah, in that, that 25 good. class building you know her she could start her rebuild there. So like I think this is a great trade and I'm just sad I don't have Devonta yet.
0: Yet is the keyword.
1: Yet, yet is the key word. <laughs> the last I trade I may want have... T though
0: Russ. What? I may want T you have T in that league. Or or should I say tree?
1: Oh, I forgot to make it. I I was <laughs> looking for a tree, like a a wooden tree that I could paint and put hang <laughs> up over there. But I forgot to actually order it. I did not forget about that at all whatsoever. Um, yeah, that's going to be an interesting one. I don't. You're going to kill me on that one. But we'll talk about that <laughs> next week after we put the trade together. The last trade we have is Trade Addicts 10, where we have Geno Smith, Bryce Young, and David Njoku for Justin Herbert and Tank Dell. See, I love this because I got I got an offer that I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was oh hold on. I I can actually find it because I texted, I texted people about it where I was just like the offer was Jamar Chase and Dwayne Eskridge for Josh Jacobs, Jalen Waddle, and a 25 first. And my response, I didn't send it to this person, but like what I texted to my friends was did he think adding Dwayne Eskridge was going to tip the scales in any way, shape, or form? Like like same here, like adding Tank Dell, and then of course the voice of reason that John Bosch is was like, well that's probably the person he was going to cut after the trade if it was making a legal roster. And I'm like, well while my leagues aren't like that, I feel better with that. That makes logical sense. I I I'm okay, thank you.
2: Yeah. That's my (laughs) leagues aren't like that either. You can make
1: illegal roster moves. Yeah. Yeah. I, guess I hate not trades not going through right away. I yep, hate that it's I just agree. like, oh, drop a guy and uh, just and, make and, it so they and, can't and submit a lineup and you'll be good. That never works out. Just make, just make it so they never care a about
0: adding these random players
1: into a trade. I'm, I'm with you, bro. All right. So, so Ruben, this last trade uh, Gino, Bryce Young, David Njoku for Justin Herbert and Tank
2: I think I want to go Herbert. I'm also kind of a Herbert homer, I'm a big Oregon Ducks fan. Um, and part of that is I think Gino is going to turn into a pumpkin at some point. And uh, we don't know what Bryce Young is. He's also um, – I think my dog might weigh more than him, so he could get broken in half pretty easily. I'd watch your dog close back, though, just putting it down. It's, it's close, though. It's close. I think it's it's pretty close. But I, I probably would go with Herbert just because I always like to get a top eight quarterback, and I'm okay with – that and you know I'm also throwing Tank Dell in there so you know getting that so that should be good
1: all right real quick before we keep talking about this trade did you how long were you holding out on Marcus Mariota actually hitting in the NFL
2: um I actually
1: didn't not too long it was about two seasons and that was about it oh man I think it was two seasons ago where I finally gave up on him (laughs) (laughs) damn I thought I had someone with me yeah I get it I get that you are getting three players – okay, two players you can start this season. And whether – I mean, I don't think – last year will easily probably be Gino's best year ever. But he'll do fine. He has really good pass catchers right now. He might not have a running back, so they might not be able to run the ball. So he might be throwing a lot. Um, like, you're starting Gino, Bryce Young, I think, is really good. I really do like him. I think he'll do well enough this year to be a starting – Top twenty four quarterback. How about that? And, and I think he'll get better as time goes on. David Njoku, I think, is a third ish tier tight end, like one of those pluggable guys where you feel okay starting him. Not quite Fryermuth where you feel safe, but like you feel okay starting him. And Justin Herbert is really, really good. I really, really do like him. But I do. I also think I send these three guys for Justin Herbert without really thinking about it.
0: Yeah, I I want the Tank outside. side. <laughs> <gonna swap> <laughs> Sorry, I just thought of them. I had to say it. A <laughs> thousand. Awesome. Um, but no, like, for real. I <laughs> I want I want I I think it's pretty easily the Herbert side for me because I'm I'm with Ruben. I think Gino turns back into a pumpkin, uh, and Bryce Young is nice and uh, hope, but I, I I don't like moving off Herbert for. For a rookie that we have no... I mean, he could totally suck. We don't know. Uh, I don't think he will. But is why it's
1: impossible to trade with Rocky because he never has anything young on his team. Yeah, I mean, you would never have Herbert or him. so... Oh, I want to see them do well in the NFL. Uh, (laughs) That's Rocky. That that was Rocky right
0: there. I I actually have a a Herbert share, too, but... um, I don't know if I have any Bryce Young, but anyway. Uh, but yeah, I, I just I don't like moving off Herbert. For If I did have Herbert, if I was going to trade down from Herbert, I don't want a rookie and Gino turning back into a pumpkin. So uh, for me, it's pretty easily Herbert. And yeah, Njoku's a nice little piece to throw in there, but he doesn't move the needle not- for me. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, that's the end of our show sheet. So that's going to be the end of our show. Thank you, Ruben, for coming on. And thank you for showing up this time. <laughs> I, I hope nothing actually bad happened last night. No, week.
2: no. We had, that
1: was the week of the solo
0: show, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, I had we had plans that wasn't <laughs> in my calendar and that's what happened.
1: In, oh I and family but it, always. But you can't say your wife was wrong. You can't you can't do it. You yeah, you just you gotta go it was along all with Ruben's it. Fault. Yep. <laughs> well before we do head out why don't you remind everyone who you are what you do and where they can find what you do uh ruben almada
2: at DJ on twitter and you can find the coast to coast dynasty podcast on anywhere you listen to pods i'm also pretty heavily in the dynasty trades and hq patreon and the
1: dynasty chills dicey and chill patreon as well so you just love shane is what it comes down to yeah i do I actually <laughs> do like Shane quite
2: a bit i think he's
1: he's a good person and he's,
2: he's always a wonderful fun
0: human being I love that man and oh he just likes people that curse alike, Cause he's also yeah. pretty active in the hot sauce group me too so oh, yes
2: yeah. yeah I'm uh um, you have a type
1: Sh- Shane is definitely the uh, his Twitter name is the definitely not accurate yeah that's why it's funny Shane is the worst Shane is not the worst Shane is absolutely the best mm-hmm. um our our spiel what do we have patreon.com trade addicts pod hang out with us while we record talk to us tell us everything we miss at force me to talk about things I don't want to talk about all the fun stuff and also the uh awesome discord chat we have going on and other than that it's still fantasy cares time and it's always fantasy cares time and there's still a couple days left where you can go to rotowire.com slash donate to get a free trial for rotowire.com and for every trial one dollar gets donated to fantasy care. so go it's free but gives fantasy cares money I like money Fantasy Cares likes money. You like free stuff. All right, everyone. I'm going to sleep. Ruben has to leave, and he's waving a lot. So <laughs> I guess we got to go. I was going to talk for another hour, but that's fine. Bye. No, no. We'll end the show, Ruben. It's fine. <laughs> See you guys. See. Bye, everybody. Later. Later. Bye.
0: Good night, Thank, Thank you for you.
2: listening to The Great Addict Podcast. A proud member Dynasty the Addict Podcast Network. Please follow your hosts at Dynasty and at Dynasty FF Addict. Please subscribe. Rate and review. We will catch you next time on the Trade Addict Podcast. Poopy Pants. That is the best. See <laughs> ya. Yeah.